You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I'm here with Meezy. What do you do? And I got E on the boards. And we're joined by a very special guest. We have Dr. Lynn here joining us for this episode. Woo, make some noise. Make some noise. Hey, hey, hey. So... While you're listening to this episode, you may hear her chip in about some of the topics that we plan on discussing today. But while we got you here, do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm Dr. Lynn. I've achieved my doctorate in organizational leadership Yes, at North Central University located in Arizona, Prescott, Arizona. Congratulations. <laughs> that is um, education goals, by the way. I would... I don't know. I can't say that I'm really pressed right now at the moment to go back to school, but eventually I would love to get to that level. I think doctor just adds a, a level of spice and sophistication to your name. Love yes, to hear it, does. it. <laughs> How's everybody feeling today? Another day in the streets, bro. Try to make it. Okay. Make it through. All right. Okay. Feeling wonderful, a little um, off-centered by what's going on in our world today yes but we will make it we we gonna be all right i think it's hard to not pay attention to what's going on in our country right now especially with everything overlapping with the amount of people who just don't have much else to focus on it's kind of hard to just take your mind off of things that are so pressing in this country and if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about um, I think you should know by the tone of our voice that we're pretty fed up with the way that this country has been treating us as um, African-Americans. And I I'm, I mean, what kind of person would I be if I didn't use my platform to talk about that? So I can't sit here and say that everything's fine when in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about how unfair everything has been towards us for, I mean, ever. We can't, yeah, we can't pretend ever. like it's just been since, you know, 2008 until now. No, it's been a, a lot of stuff leading up to this and a lot of things that just aren't changing. So, um, yeah, I can't, I can't say that I'm not frustrated by what's going on. Yeah, it's a wild time, bro. It's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, bro, I, it's like the world has blinded us all. And everything that has to do with black people is on outside of these blinders. And it's just really wild to see that, like, not even just a, a race issue, but just like a humanity standpoint that nobody's using common sense. Like, regardless of if it was a white man and a cop killed a white man or a cop killed a white woman. It's like, bro, they're killing people. Oh, for minor to small crimes, bro, or small things. And it's like nobody is paying attention to the fact that people are dying for nothing. And it's like, bro, there are people in this world that just, that just, everything needs to be justified, but they don't see that it's very simple. It's very cut and dry. And it's, we're like in a weird place, bro. I, I just don't understand. 
agree. It's weird to have to keep coming here and talk about this. Or it's weird to keep getting online and having to talk about it. It's weird that this just keeps happening. Like, if you saw the people make a fuss about it the first time, don't you think they're going to keep... Like, it's going to happen again. And it's just weird. Like, nobody is... Everybody's fucking tone deaf. And then you have to take a step back and think about how did we get here? And think about like all of this, all of the things that are probably happening offline that we don't see. Like this is just one case that has been highlighted where um, another black man in America has been killed, but it was caught on camera. Imagine those stories that we don't see, that don't make it online, that just stay in one community in one city that are overlooked. And I think when it's highlighted to this point, like people just say, oh, it's just, you know, it's just this one time not taken into consideration about all of the other times. And um, it's easy for some people to just brush it under the rug and say, OK, they'll be over this in two minutes. But. I mean, it's it's not that we're over it. It's just that we have to keep moving forward. So I think that. As a society, whether you're African-American, Caucasian, or whatever your ethnicity is, I think that there is a part of it that has to do with our history. When history is taken from you, you tend to forget or you don't remember or you don't even know what has been happening to your people for such a long time. So for a younger generation, the, the um, being fed up with what's going on today, you have to understand this has been going on way before y'all was even born. Yeah. And because society has decided to erase some of those um, historical moments that should have the younger generation at an even higher level of disgust, disgust with society because they feel that, oh, it's too traumatizing. It's not traumatizing because it's still happening. Right. And if it's traumatizing to this generation, it was even more traumatizing to generations before that where they did not have a platform to speak out on to talk about how traumatized and how angry they are. And yes, you should, we should be tired because 400 years is enough to be tired of. And counting. And counting. Yeah, because it's not much that has changed over the times. And, you know, um, when you think back to when we were in school and the things that we learned in elementary school, um, just dating back to like Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X and all of those leaders, we kind of got the sugar-coated version. And it wasn't until we got a little older, maybe even in high school or until we were out of school, not necessarily grade school, but like at home getting that extra learning about what really, what it really was. Because if you let them tell you in school, it was peaceful protest this, I had a dream that, Mm -hmm. you know, lay down and go with the flow and everything will be all right. Listen to the law enforcement. And even when you do those things, it, you still are targeted. Like you could just be laying in your bed or committing a simple theft or selling cigarettes on the street 
or playing with a water gun in a park and you're targeted just because of your skin. And it's just like, at what point do we stop and stop trying to change our behavior and try to change the behavior of those who are in power? Well, the only way that the people in powers can be changed is if we stand together. But there's been so many years of us being divided as a people. The more you divide the people, the less power those people have. And as long as we stand divided among each other and we are continuously fighting among each other, then the powers that be will not believe that we are fed up. It's okay to get angry. And yeah, y'all should be damn pissed off. We all should be damn pissed off. Because this wasn't just another black man. This was a life. Yes. A life that was treated inhumanely. Which did not deserve that. From what I understand from forgery, from a uh, fraudulent check. Wow. A man lost his life. A human being lost his life because he added an extra zero on a check. 46 years old. At 46 years old with children. No. That's unacceptable, and it should be unacceptable to anybody in earshot because it didn't have to be a man of color. It could have been a woman. It could have been anybody. So the whole world should be in an uproar. Right. And I don't blame you for being angry and letting your anger out on a store. No, it wasn't right. That store did not belong to you, and if it did, you may feel different. I think it's um, to the point where people have tried, you know, making petitions. People have tried calling lawmakers. People have done protests, peaceful protests. Uh, Black Lives Matter has been started. And, you know, just during my generation with millennials, we've all done this for multiple, t- multiple cases, multiple times, seeing the same outcome. And I think now we're getting to a point where people are starting to meet the police brutality and violence with violence. And I think that's where it gets a little tricky. How do you guys feel about how people have been handling this, specifically in Minnesota, with the death of this man? I don't think looting a store is violence, bro. You we don't think it's violence? I don't think it's violence, bro. They did something. They, it was an example to make. The store is... Purely, merely an example. Fam, this could have got a lot worse. Right. We're going to burn down these stores. We're going to tear up this Target. But we also know where he live at. We know it's a bunch of cops outside. So if we really wanted to go war and start a war in this city, we could have did way more than burn, turn that, tear up this Target. Fam, <laughs> like, I, I've seen videos above the line of them saying he kept trying to order food and they were stopping the delivery people there. Like, nah, fam, this is who it is. And the people was like, oh, we not delivering food there. So they know where he live at. So this could have got crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things where I don't think this is an example of violence. I think this is just a message. Like, fam, this is what we could do. We did this on a simple day. This is easy, bro. Go in there and get a few TVs. You know what I'm saying? Some clothes. The lady had some lambs. She's just about to get this. This is just free stuff. We're showing you what the power of us can be. 
without having to do anything violent. So do you know what led up to them choosing that target outside of target just being a target? I mean, I, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I, I like I've seen things that say that target specifically was like funding the police department and I think that the police department was like across the street and that target worked closely with the police department. Also, I've heard reports say that they weren't giving people who had been tear gassed on the protest milk to help with the the help with the eyes and the burning, so it's like, bro, they just was like, no, we it's over it. So let's let's go in and do what we gotta do. They was fed up, yeah. but you know, I think the target, as you said, being the target <laughs> and being across the street from the police department, that wound up being the outlet for people to get back at something they couldn't touch. Exactly, they know. The, the the protesters knew that they could not bum rush that police department without causing more casualties. Right. So they turned around and lashed out at something that was uh, not considered a barrier or a threat to them. But again, I say you meet them or you beat them in their pockets. Okay, the African-American community spent 18 million dollars last year. Trillion? 18 trillion dollars last year. In Target? Not necessarily a Target, but just spending. <laughs> target sounds more nah. accurate. <laughs> so, people at Target sound a little fishy. Right. I, it'd be times when I'm in Target like, hold on, you want how much? <laughs> Okay, billion, billion, billion. At Target sounds about right. But my point is, they clearance stuff be like a hundred dollars. Easy, like, bro, how but, much but is this? my point is, is that if we have purchasing power like that, then we have voting power like that, and we have to meet the problem where it stands. We can lash out at in the moment because we're angry, but then what happens after? the anger and all of the smoke clears. What are we going to do to change the situation? Mm -hmm. So sitting back on election day is not the ideal thing. You may not think it works, but as of tomorrow, we all need to be knocking on your representative's door in the same anger, angrily way that you face target and find out from your representative, what are they going to do about this issue? Because public opinion matters to them. Right. And the more of you show up on their doorstep, they will listen. The more answers you're going to get. Um, and not necessarily just wait into the big election that happens exactly. every four years. You have to start in your community because that's where the major changes are going to happen. So I definitely agree with that. And as far as like purchasing power, I think a lot of people that I know I can't speak for every black person I know but I have seen a lot of support going towards other African-American black black owned businesses good because we know that if we spend our money within us the money that we spent is going to go to a good cause that automatically supports us so um as far as that purchasing power it puts the money into hands that you know is going to do something for the community right especially if it's a small black owned business so 
me personally, I've been finding the things that I can get from a black business and just trying to push them ahead instead of like buying lotion from Target or giving Jergens and Johnson and Johnson more money, giving Dove more money. What sister do I know that's creating shea butter? What right. sister do I know that's creating soap? Who has the hair oil like just trying to support our people? And I think that's another factor to it, too. Um, I've been pushing this narrative about the the current economy with COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And I feel like it does play a role in how people are addressing like issues now because they can see it clearer. You're not distracted by work. You're not distracted by the everyday hustle. So you have a little bit more time to focus on the issues that are going on in the community. So I think it's the perfect time to get active. Um, Everybody out there listening. What do you guys think? I agree. agree? I agree with you. I agree. Oh no! Like, I don't know, bro. I don't find, this COVID thing don't have nothing to do with it. Because if you wanted to do something, you'd make time. It does, but I feel like you're looking at it from a different view because not much of your schedule has changed. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if I decided that I wanted to be a part of this and go do something, I would. Like, yeah, I could just make this do this. Okay, but it's just like um, I think some people would use the COVID as an excuse. Yeah, like, to not do anything. Uh, yes, because um, I'm think that this COVID, COVID situation has people mentally distressed and stressed mm. because if you go all of a sudden from a free moving society to all of a sudden being locked in and shut in, then when you force, especially for a certain amount of time, then when you decide to come back out or if you escape the shut in and you come back out, you you don't come back out the same way you went in because that time that you've been shut in has now played upon your mental capacity to right. think like a person. Yeah, I can speak on speak on that. Uh, just being around people outside of being in the house all day by myself is a little weird. It's like, how do I adjust to being around people again after being isolated for so long? Um even coming up with spending time with family, it's like, okay, I want to spend time with my family, but at the same time, I'm so used to being in my own cocoon and in my own bubble. What is this going to look like when I get around my friends again? Am I going to be weird? So mm-hmm. I can't imagine the people who are going through it mentally behind this and then they have to cope with these issues. So I definitely see where you're coming I feel like it's actually like the exact, like they're mirror images, bro. Like, at first, we tried to all be respectful and abide by the guidelines, stay at home, do all of this. And then we was like, no, bro, at some point, I got to go outside. Mm-hmm. So then we was like, you know what? What we'll do is we'll wear the mask, we'll wear the gloves, we'll have the sanitizer, we'll social distance. All right, bro, this is enough, bro. I can't do this no more. I've got to go outside. And so now, as you've seen, the cities, these bigger cities are open. These guys are going outside. We, they in the clubs. They in the bottle. We in the parks. We're doing all of this, bro. It's like, bro, no. At some point, we've got to do something to fix this. And I said this from the jump. Everybody that's been listening to this, like, bro, I'm just going to go outside and live, bro. Because it's like, there's no reason to fear shit no more, bro. <laughs> like, I could die. Way like I'd rather take my chances with this disease and fight it than be somewhere in a house and the police just running my house and I die like that. I want to live at some point. There's somewhere I have to live. I've got to live some way, bro. I'm not finna just live in fear all the time, bro. Can't do it. 
Well, now you have people living in fear of the police. Yeah. Locked in your house. You have the fear of the virus if you come out your house. So your mental balance is off because now fear is everywhere around you. So how do you address that or how do you speak with your your friends and your peers about finding some neutrality in being afraid on both sides? To me, when they said shut in, okay, stay at home, fine, stay at home, but I got a porch. So I came out, I stayed at home, but I came outside on the porch. Yeah. I don't have anybody uh, around me that I need to stay six feet, 13 feet, 25 feet from. That's from the, from the sidewalk of my driveway. Yeah. You know, but I did reach out to a lot of people because that shutdown time gave, it should have given all of us a lot of time to stop and think because the world was in a mad rush. And I believe that whatever this bacteria or this virus caused, it caused the world to slow down, the people in the world to slow down and take stock in yourself. It wasn't to shut you down and shut you off from the reality. It was to bring you into uh, an existence of your reality of what was going on around you. You don't know if that virus didn't break out two days later, somebody, any one of us here at this table may have dropped dead from a heart attack because we're still moving in that rush. That virus stopped people and made you stop and think about what was important or what could be important to you in your life to help you survive and make your survival worthwhile. You guys got a history to talk about. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. We're so. never gonna let this. <laughs> no, no. Wow, bro, like it is like imagine like this is the first time people like first time people have ever seen this, bro. Like the world has never stopped, bro. <laughs> like the world has never stopped. Nobody's ever seen like this. Like, yeah, that's wild, bro. Like I, I guess like the plague or something that. Man, but we didn't. I see mean, the it. last like, thing I can remember that was this big was nine eleven. That happened. I mean, but it, that ain't. it did stop the world for a day or a week, maybe even a month. It changed some things. It changed the way we get on planes. Right. But it only stopped a specific thing. Mm -hmm. This virus shut down an entire country. Fam, you couldn't go to the city next to you. (laughs) Like, you You couldn't leave your your home state. (laughs) You couldn't go to the store. And then people's mentality. I mean, I come from a world where I've lived in the projects. The projects can vary from five stories to 27 stories with no terraces. A pissy elevator Yikes. and a shitty staircase. Oof. So could you imagine being stuck at a stay at home and you live on the 16th floor? And how many people are in there in the apartment? Good it, it, uh, it depends on what your family makeup is. It could right. go from two to 22. And I think that that plays a role in it, too. Like, peop- I don't think people are thinking about that. I see a lot of shame going on on the internet and I'll admit it. I was one of the people who were shaming people, but 
I I'm in a very I'm in a good position. I'm comfortable enough where I can go on my balcony and have space or go from one room to another room in my house and, you know, eat what I want to eat. Not have to worry about walking all over somebody, not having to worry about an abusive spouse or like a abusive parent and all that stuff. When we shame people for not staying in the house, we're not taking into consideration what their living status is like. And I feel like we got to take a step away from that and realize that everybody doesn't have the same living um, situation as me personally. And everybody isn't mentally strong enough to sit in the house for that long. Like we've been in the house since March. I went on spring break and I I came back to a different world. I'm like, I would have never imagined this. And even when they were in the talks about shutting down, I was like, yeah, right. They can't do that. And here we are. So I just, I mean, this whole situation has really, really got the ball rolling on a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I believe that the virus should call attention to our lifestyles. You know, the humane part of our lifestyles. And the, the number one thing is your cleanliness. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you sneeze, don't sneeze in my face and don't cover your mouth and and then look at me like it's my fault you sneezed. No, don't cough or dig and scratch and go in the bathroom and don't wash your hands and come out and want to do potluck. Remember you, when it first started and they had to make up songs for people for how long they should wash their hands? I mean, yes. but it also shows you the, the the mass, like, mass thing about humanity. Like, fam, we're in a store and I'm fighting you over toilet paper yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm more entitled to this toilet paper because I've got six girls at home than you, who is just you, but... The little money you got, you might have to use on toilet paper. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look at where we're at. The entitlement of people to say, I need more water than you. And then when you say, hey, we have a rule that you can only get one. Well, I need this water. Like, bro, like, what, what are we doing as people, bro? The fact bro? that we even had to make a rule for people about how much toilet paper you can get or how much milk you can get. <laughs> like, how, like, bro, you was really about to buy up the whole shelf? For, of toilet paper, <laughs> fam, we've been able to go outside, bro. You have not been trapped. Oh, come you on. Look at it when we, have a, when we have a, a, a snowstorm or a major snowstorm pulling into the city. All everything, the milk, the bread, and the eggs is missing every well, time. And everybody's making a hell of a lot of French toast. What I'm trying to figure out is how. Right. What do you make French what toast you, on? The powwow. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are you making this French toast on? So what you gonna right. do with them eggs? <laughs> like, if and all the peanut eggs. butter still on the shelf. Uh, the peanut butter in the jelly. I'm what, looking at really? the every, canned food. Is but it's gone. It's, it's people's hysteria. It's society driving people's mental hysteria to an all-time high. And then I'll be looking at these corporations and it don't make sense. And it's just not like just corporations, but it's just like people. Like, why are <laughs> why are people that make more money than me asking me to give my money to them so you can give it to somebody else less fortunate? Oh, haven't I gotten them phone calls? Or, excuse me, why is it that every day that I go to work, I can go... Change my mask that you're requiring me to wear because your business is way more important. But I've also seen videos online of the doctors asking, hey, we need more masks. I got a, 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 what, the 95 mask in the car right now? I ain't even more. 
They gave it to me and I didn't use it because I have recyclable masks that they give me every night. But the doctors who are taking care of the people that you claim you care about don't have the proper PPE. I just don't understand, like, what is going on. Well, even adding to that problem, unemployment. Look at how many people are on unemployment that is making more money on unemployment than they were in the job that they were working. That doesn't that that math problem just doesn't work for me wow, because I like, then you I, should I'm, take that I'm not money lie. i like that math <laughs> no well <laughs> i like that math, the math better fits you huh? <laughs> I, I, seen, I don't want nobody to uh to no, talk the, too much about that uh I, I like those numbers. well when i say when i say the math doesn't fit i'm meaning that if that money was there the to whole fund time. you the whole time to fund unemployment where now people on unemployment are making more than they were making when they were working why couldn't that money be funneled to increase minimum wage thank you look at what we look thank at, you look the at the same, world look at the world we the live same, in they don't open they Dang. don't open any mind and it's not rocket science it's, it's not bro it's not bro and then we have people i don't even get into this bag of hey let's blame the president but there are people in the world that honestly don't know where this money came from for these for these stimulus. But then they expect him to build a wall. Like, what does that mean, bro? Well, the wall that he built, they climbed over. So, so that's dead. like, I'm like, what? Do you, like, right. So that makes, was a waste. Now, this makes sense, bro. Like, I don't understand how you can support this system because it's not beneficial for you at all either. No. It's just it's not making sense at all. Well, bro. then instead it's, of supporting the system. Then you need to change the system. Right. You need to change the system to make it viable for the present time. We cannot sit back and continue to let these old white people run a world that they're not living in. And until you get out there, until you get out there and tell them that they need to leave evacuate go confine themselves find another job y'all need to be standing up and taking their place because it's time for those old ideas to move out and new and young innovative ideas to move in right shout out to the mayor of minneapolis uh jacob jacob uh, fry he said some like really encouraging words about you know this was just really just built up anger and sadness that's mm-hmm. been ingrained and like this not just what just happened This has happened For the last 400 years So shout A white man Shout out Shout out So shout out to him For saying that uh, While addressing What was going on wanna, In his city I don't wanna <laughs> jump too quick To you call him an ally Because you know People I mean, be And flip the script mm-hmm. Every, And that's And then we've gotta start Bringing that up If yeah. we gonna start talking We go to our representatives And they pander for us And they have Their own agendas Right So we gotta We've gotta be mindful Of all of this I think the same way people are coming out of this, you know, people have been preaching about how they're going to change this when coronavirus is over, how you need to come out of this a millionaire um, and X, Y, and Z. You better just have everything, all your ducks in a line after Corona is over, whatever. We need to be thinking about what changes are going to be made in a world to avoid this type of stuff again. Like who essential workers are we need to keep that same essential mindset when it comes to paying them when all of this is over even if that means like 
coming up with an equal wage or what is a livable wage because 725 ain't it for some people it's not it for anybody it for anybody no it's not it so i think they're gonna have to come up with some type of universal system universal income universal health care it's gonna have to be some major changes after this if we want to avoid this from happening again in the future so I hope everybody is looking at it that way, the same way they can tell their friends on their timeline that they need to change some shit. Let's talk about how we're going to change the country. Damn niggas don't care. Right. And, that, and that's where the language, I believe, needs to come from. It's not when are they going to change it. It's when are we going to change it. Exactly. And unless we get out there and do the footwork and get out there and spread the word, they ain't going to change shit. For us. They sure ain't. All right. So I want to lighten this up a little bit before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, is it th- a Thursday morning? I woke up to a new character in a saga. I'll call her Wheelchair Becky. <laughs> and I have no idea how she came about. There are videos of her rolling around in her motorized wheelchair. She's up and down the streets. She's sh- sitting in front of Target. Um, so I'm going to jump to my correspondent, Meezy. <laughs> I hope you can give me some background on this story. Uh, what have you heard from our number one news source, Twitter? All I've seen is <laughs> she, her, her whole intention was to stop people from looting the target. And uh, I've seen a bunch of people say, hey, man, what y'all did was right. And, and all it is. And I, all I have to say, bro, she put herself in harm's way, bro. And it has nothing to, like, I know I just went on this rant about humanity, but fam, sometimes you have to be held accountable for your, con- what well, happens to you, bro. Like, I, it's, it's nothing I can say. Did she deserve what happened to her to be sprayed with a fire extinguisher, to be hit in the head? No, she did not deserve it. But these people obviously were angry about something, and you in a wheelchair wielding a knife doesn't. Like, it doesn't stop anything, bro. It just adds on to the problem. It's just weird. At some point, I guess you have to ask yourself, what did you do to get in this position? She was, she's there, bro. Like, And what did it have to do with you? And I understand that there are people like, this could have been a neighborhood target, right? And this target could have, like, provided for that neighborhood. But at this point, this you being a single person in a wheelchair isn't going to stop this. And you shouldn't put your pl- yourself in harm's way just because you feel like this is what's right for you to do. And you can clearly see there are people like, like telling people, no, bro, that's too far. But because she's wielding this knife and trying to protect herself, you can't really just jump in there and help her. So, because she don't know who's foot with her or whatnot, so it's like one of those things where you probably it's just it, it happens. Bad. It happens, bro. It There's bad. I saw uh, Vince Staples say something this week, and it was totally unrelated, but it applied. Like, bro, once it's up. There's no such thing as innocent bystanders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like anybody, when, when somebody, when, anybody can get it. When they say go, yeah, it's not like oh wait, timeout, timeout, flag on the play. Yeah, it's no. not football. Like it's it's it, go time. It's go time, and whatever happens, you got to deal with them consequences. But here again, this is when we're talking about a person's mental stability. Right, right. We don't know where she was mm-hmm. for the past two months. She could have been locked up in her house in that wheelchair 
for the past two months and Target could have been her only outlet. Right. And it pushed her mental stability over the edge when she seen her only way out being destroyed. She was ready to die about that. She target. was ready to die for that target mm. to protect that target because that could have been her only way. And right. if she's locked down, you, you, we had a riot in the midst of a virus pandemic. Mm, multiple. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know how many people probably bugged out last night? A lot. And let's not, you know what I'm saying? She she also was ready to cry in front of the cameras as soon as it got to her. So I, I bet. So let's 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 apply that too. Like let's let's just it's an let's call it thing. Yeah, let's call a spade a spade, bro. You was around you was out there stabbing people, but you was also the victim. Right. So let's let's, right. let, let, let's and I don't know how many yeah. people she could have stabbed rolling in right. a wheelchair. Yeah. But it looked like it was moving pretty fast. Yeah. But, mm. I mean, they was just trying to well, get Well, she had a cause. Yeah. Put it that way. She had a cause, and her cause was to save the target mm -hmm. by any means necessary. Um, One last thing. There was talks about a stolen engagement ring <laughs> and somebody <laughs> boasting about her newfound engagement from the looting at Target. And I just want to know, like, would you accept a stolen engagement ring <laughs> from the target? <laughs> me myself, yes, because that 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 shows two things. Oh, that's so yeah. You love me <laughs> enough to steal, and two, you trust my loving you enough to tell me that you stole the ring <laughs> in the middle of a riot, and me not judge you. So if that, mm -hmm. though, I think that deserves. A marriage. Well, oh. if you stole it because you put it on layaway and that was an open opportunity, <laughs> that's maybe hey, a that different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep it up, bro. I don't think, uh, <laughs> like, um. the happiness of my significant other would have been my priority doing this, <laughs> doing this rocket. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I would have thought of you, but it would have been more of household needs, like you know, toilet that, paper, that seventy-five inch <laughs> TV for entertainment purposes. He probably got uh, to the TV section and all the TVs was gone. The, the groceries, was gone. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would have thought about you and your mental health when your uh, hair care. So I would have went over there and did some things. <laughs> I would have went to. You never know. I could have made a lick in the streets providing glasses for the people. You know, that's they just got telling me you couldn't center. afford the ring in the you first place. You know what I'm place. saying? Like it's people in the. Well, he maybe maybe he'd been trying, you don't know, but like mm. that's crazy. But I also feel upset because mm -hmm. they burned down that auto zone, bro. They yeah. should at least looted the auto zone before they burned it down. Bro. I, they I needed some, I needed some brakes, bro. You know, them brakes don't come too cheap. They you sure could, don't. you could got them, they sure don't. And you the know, rotors to go with them. What I'd have had all the black ice air fresheners, okay. right? Ooh. Letting them loose. You know, you look, 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 look. <laughs> she know. Right. Start a little bit. Look. <laughs> the black ice red fresh is where it's at. That's mm. the one. Luke all smell. Put one under the seat. <laughs> one under the seat. <laughs> Let that thing hang from the turn seat. Yep. Look, look. Mm -hmm. I, you know. I'd have been out there doing it for the people, for bro. For the people. For, for the, the people. people, bro. And you know, them target, target clearance section be expensive, bro. Ain't no way in hell that $55 is a clearance. There's no way. Target, That's regular price. I mean, Target Target was a Target. Um, it's Target. Target. Target was a Target this time. Nah, that one was a Target. <laughs> that was, <definitely laughs> that was a Target. target. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we will be back with our final thoughts. All right, and we're back. Let's get into our final thoughts. So, Dr. Lynn, this is the part where we discuss anything we didn't get a chance to get off of our chest during our group discussion. Um, I'll go ahead and start by saying, you know, if you 
want to see change in this country, you first have to start by changing yourself and changing the people around you and expanding that change that way. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with um, the mention of change. I'm one of them, but I think it helps when you start with small chunks um, to make a major change. So it may seem like nothing, but in the long run, it will turn into something. So start in your community, start with the people around you, start with the people you follow and the people that follow you back. And eventually you'll see the change that you want to become in this world. Facts, bro. Uh, I had two things, bro. Uh, I know it's very easy to get on social media and see these people talk, uh, be enraged by what they say. Fam, relax. Yeah, there's going to be people with different opinions of yours. There's going to be people that feel a different way about it. We don't, don't. Like, let that bother you. Like, just, like, understand that it happens, bro. Like, just, like, because I feel like what happens is you say something, I say something, we go back and forth about it, and now the rest of my day is ruined. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or we go back and forth, and now I develop a dislike for you for no over something that we could have worked out. Yeah. So, like, be very mindful of that. And and know that. And number two, bro, keep focused, bro. Because clearly, uh with what's going on in, in the country, the leader of this nation is only worried about social media and shutting down Twitter. Oh no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that is his biggest concern about what's going on. There's a social pa- there's a pandemic going on. There's social injustice happening, but he only cares that Twitter wanted to correct him. And so now he wants to put a executive order for social media. But you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just, just think about what it is, bro. So understand, bro, there are distractions <laughs> being, <laughs> being placed out there. Just stay, like, just understand that. That's just all I wanted to say. Just understand. <sighs> that's all he care about, bro. That's deep. <laughs> you that know is, what I'm saying? Like, that's what he cares deep. about Next during level. this time. But All you, of these people are dying, but you care that Twitter said what you said is wrong. So now all of social media needs to be gone. Everything has to go. Okay. Who he uses more than we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> with a bigger audience. You sure you want to do that, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, I don't. He don't. He ain't sure about too much. Anyway. Yeah. Just. And but, you um, know. And don't forget the represent the represent. We had ep- last week's episode with Joe Biden telling us what we can and can't do. Just like just be just be mindful of what's going on, bro. Mm-hmm. That's wild. You know, when you talk about respecting other people and their thoughts so you don't get into this uh, mental and non-visual confrontation because you're virtual and you're arguing with somebody you can't even see. So then you wind up disrespecting someone that you don't even know. My ending thought would be everybody has an opinion opinions are like assholes (laughs) because everyone has one yes that's true so in your social media thumbing of your words they call them twitter fingers twitter fingers facebook follies Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it we need to not be judgmental of each other if you want respect, 
You have to give respect until you walk in that other person's shoes. You don't know what they are going through and vice versa. That's true. And my ending thought, if we want this world to change, then we have to change us and do things to bring about change, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, we will be sitting here in 10 years with T.A. talking about the same damn thing again. And how tired we are on T.A. That's true. <laughs> I would have said that today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into a segment, you know, as trauma comes and frustration comes, I like to use music as an outlet. So let's go ahead and take it over here. You are now tuned in. Uh, you are now tuned in to WMEZ. Uh, this week's uh, Baby Maker is from Sia Amon. This record is called Peace of Mind here on WMEZ. Textually active. This week's Baby Maker, that was by Sia Amand. That was called Peace of Mind. That has been added to your Baby Maker playlist. If you'd like to hear this song and the rest of the Baby Maker playlist, be sure to go to your favorite site, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, type in Textually Active Podcast. Uh, it should come up. If it don't, just DM the show. We'll get you that link straight there here on WMEZ. Textually Active. All right. Um, so we're going to jump straight into it. Pull your memes out. This is something that you've seen throughout the week that made you chuckle and that you want to share with the people. Um, so mine is simple and straight to the point. I know every woman can relate to this. And it goes... <sighs> I'll never get over how we get periods monthly. I'd like to unsubscribed. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Remove from cart. I don't want to come back to this. Let's just leave it. Yeah. You don't have to come see me every month. It's cool. Uh, when is the expiration date? Right. COVID is here. You you can take a break too. Everybody's working from home. You don't even have to come out nowhere. How about that? Right. Uh, mine is a shot. Reg, don't be offended. Oop. But uh, I've never related. I've never related to anyone less than someone who is willing to die so they can go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> never related less to somebody who is willing to die and to go to the gym. Never. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not me, fam. You got it. I found. <laughs> 
I found happiness in doing at-home workouts. So shout out to all the trainers out there who've been helping me keep my figure and stuff together because I was paranoid about, I was concerned. I can't say paranoid. I was concerned about what would happen during this time with the gyms being closed down. But I'm not protesting for no gym to open back up. I'm I'm cool. I got my little five-pound weights and my my little stretchy band. So (laughs) we good. And every every week I'll just donate a little $5 here, $5 there for somebody. All right. <laughs> Dr. Lynn, do you have a, a meme? Did you see something funny on social media this week? I sure did. What I seen got? a wrapped up mailbox that said no bills, <laughs> mailbox closed due to coronavirus. Thank you. <laughs> Facts, Thank you. Bro. That is a good one. Facts. <laughs> No, but I mean, this seriously, I hope you guys are able to take in this this message that we dropped this week. It, it's a lot going on. I know we typically give you guys something funny, something to take your mind off of it. But it's hard to be funny during a time where we're thinking about George Floyd and his murder. So, I mean, we try to give you a little balance, but um, prayers to the family. Yes, there's a lot been going on. Sorry if we don't mention everybody. It's been a lot, but prayers go out to they, them, their family, and their friends, and they love Brianna, Ahmad. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot going on. Yes, it is. Stop cooning too. Ooh. There's a couple of y'all out here. Uh, Shamik Moore, to be exact, saying Rosa Parks should have called an Uber back in the day. Wow, it's, it's not the time. No, it's not, it's not funny. the time. Like, relax. Talk to your white friends. White friends, don't be scared to talk to us about how you can handle this. Don't be afraid to ask black people in your life if they're okay. Um, the answer is probably going to be no, but just be there. Be a leaning, a shoulder to lean on. Like if they want to vent about it to you, like listen and um, just do your research on how you can help prevent this from happening. You know, go meet up with your family. Talk to them. See what their opinions are. Um it starts within. So um, thank you all for listening to another episode of Textually Active. Shout out Dr. Lynn for being here with us this week. Hey, hey, hey. Make sure you... Well, thank you all for having me on. We appreciate you for coming in. Um, thank you all for listening this week. Make sure you keep up with us on social media at Textually Active Pod. We're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod and we're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod. Um, Twitter ain't going nowhere, so Trump need to sit down. And we'll be back next Tuesday. Bye. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.